Welcome to Highly Questionable. I'm George Sedano in for Dan Levitard. That's not my father, Gonzalo. That is Dan's dad still. And over there is Frank Isola. Frank, what do you like on the show? I like the fact we got Watson Mahomes this weekend, or Poppy says Mahones. Mahones. <laughs> Vamos! Do the Patriots need Tom Brady to be more than a game manager to win the Super Bowl? I told you guys yesterday, enough of these questions. You're just going to upset this man. But the questions were even raised at the press conference. They were asking about the offense. Even he kind of shoulder shrugged and said, we'll see what the offense is like. They scored two touchdowns yesterday that weren't the offense. On special teams, they had one. On defense, they had another. But ultimately, man, we play this game all the time. This team gets better as the season progresses, and that includes the offense. We've seen way too many examples of this to just throw this into this man's lap again. I just feel like we're being silly here. You so badly want to run him out of the league. Now we're going to call him a game manager. Let's see. The game manager, he won his final two games of last season, three playoff games. Now he's 6-0. and The math is 11-0. and Pretty good for a game manager. That includes beating the Chiefs last drive in overtime and then had the game-winning touchdown drive in the Super Bowl. So, yes, he's 42. He's not as good as he once was. They need to get healthier. Losing Antonio Brown hurts. Maybe they'll get Rob Gronkowski back because Robert Kraft, the owner of the team, brought up the fact that, you know what, hasn't handed his retirement papers. Chance that he could be there. The Patriots will get better. The teams they've played, by the way, stink. 7-22 and combined record, but... Game manager, I'm not calling Tom Brady. Though. Here's a little reporting for you. Rob Gronkowski, prior to go to New York yesterday to be on the Fox broadcast, has been in Miami training with football trainers. So read into that what you'd like. Very good. So he's going to be joining the Dolphins then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he's joining. Wow. Yeah. He likes the weather here. He's like me. <laughs> Were we too quick to help Danny Dimes? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we jumped the gun a little too early on this. Uh, Danny Dimes looked like he struggled a little bit there. He, he looked like a rookie quarterback. He looked like a guy who'd only been playing for a couple of games. And you're going up against the best defense in the league. Maybe the best defense the Patriots have ever had. This is the result that you get. I, I think that, again, if because it was New York, and this guy would know best, you, you play in this fishbowl. Everyone wants the next coming of the next great guy. But we do need to pump the brakes a little bit. Time out. This is the guy, when I said that after the win against Tampa Bay, you said, well, Frank doesn't like to have fun. That's why he's not all in on Daniel Jones. Still true, though. I said he did great. Eight-play, 75-yard drive against Tampa to give the Giants the go-ahead score. That's the mark of a good quarterback. He turns the ball over way too much. Nine turnovers, six interceptions. He's a young quarterback. Let's pump the brakes. I still think he's going to be very good. George over here wanted to put him in Canton after one week. Right. Let's slow down. That's exaggeration, clearly. Right. You, I exaggerate. You, you, listen, you could be Cuban. You are an honorary <laughs> Cuban now with that exaggeration. But, yeah, here's the deal, man. Ultimately, when you look at this kid, he's got nothing around him. Yeah. We talked about it yesterday. He's got an infirmary unit basically playing with him at the moment. He'll be better when he gets Saquon Barkley back. Absolutely. Eli Manning was on the sidelines saying, what the f*** is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I've been missed him twice in the he Super Bowl. <laughs> It probably was. Is the NFL's pass interference challenge system broken? So the NFL instituted this rule after the Saints-Rams game in the playoffs last year, and there have been a number of challenges, I believe 30-plus challenges in this scenario, challenging pass interference, and not very many of them have been overturned. Only just under 23% of them have been overturned. 
Look, I, I don't think this rule was that broken. I think this was a clear overreaction by the NFL. It, w- it wasn't necessary to do this. The referees, if they're going to get this thing wrong after going to the video and watching what we all see as clear pass interference, then clearly this isn't going to work. Everyone is saying that the NFL referees, they've gone rogue. And you were right, George. It's 7 of 31 have been reversed of challenges. And if you're not going to reverse that one last night, when you see it in regular speed, it's interference. When you slow it down, it's obviously pass interference. So if you're not going to reverse that, is the only one that you want to reverse is the one from the NFC title game. Is that the only one we all agree was so egregious that you have to reverse it? They're going to have to start doing a better job at this or else, well, guess what? Get rid of the rule. This is what you do to solve that issue, you know? You're coach on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go for your, for, yeah. you go for your wallet. You go for your wallet. Oh, you're That's wallet. right. That's oh, right. You okay. get some Look cash the, out. Look at all the money. Make he's it rain. Got. You make get some cash out. He's you got, you got the. Go. Uh, Thank you. This is the flag. The shiny <laughs> flag. And you just go. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Referee. He's going to make the right call for you. I'm telling you. Keep keep the money in that. I want that money. <laughs> Do you see Yankees Astros as the real World Series? All right, enough of the lightweights. Tampa Bay Rays, get out of here. Minnesota Twins, get out of here. Heavyweight battle between these two, and it's got the top of the building. It's at the top of the marquee. The National League Championship Series is cool, but Yankees Astros, you talk about two teams that score a lot of runs, two teams with a lot of high-profile players. This is the series that everyone wants to see. I don't think there's any question. You know, two years ago, everyone thought, yeah, the Yankees, their lineup can beat Astros pitching. That was a series Aaron Judge struck out 11 times. Now the Astros pitching is actually better. They added Zank Greinke at the trade deadline. But if you want to sit here and say the winner of this series is automatically win the World Series, I'm not going there. First of all, Yadier Molina for the Cardinals, he's a clutch player. And then I look at the Nats. They've already beaten a great team, a 106-win Dodger team, beat them twice on the road, and they have two terrific pitchers. And you can win a World Series with two terrific pitchers. Kurt Schilling and also Randy Johnson did that for the Diamondbacks. Strasburg and Scherzer can do that for the Nats. The American League has been a more dominant league than the National League over the last several years. There's been no question about that. The power lies there. But in a short series, Frank, I'm with you. It's not a marathon anymore over 162 games. It's a sprint. And all it takes is one hiccup in that race, and all of a sudden you're out of it. And the Nats and the Cards don't have to beat both the Astros and the Yankees. They only got to beat one of them. You know, I feel bad for the Rays. Yeah. I want to I wanna thank each one of them by, by their names. Okay. <laughs> by their names. Let's go. Gonna write them down. I can't think of any other <laughs> names. <laughs> Would you believe Deshaun Watson is on Patrick Mahomes' level if he outplays him this weekend? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. So Chiefs good. and Texans, speaking of heavyweight battles, this is also a heavyweight battle between these two teams. I actually think Deshaun Watson is on Patrick Mahomes' level. I know that may sound crazy to say, but statistically, they are close enough, I think. The biggest difference is protection. In yeah. Deshaun Watson's career, he's been sacked 99 times in 27 games. Patrick Mahomes has only been sacked 35 times in 22 games. That's the biggest difference between these two guys' career at this point. One guy can get protected, the other guy can't. And remember, Deshaun Watson suffered a major leg injury because the line cannot protect him. And go back to that game on Monday Night Football of Week 1. How good was he? But he got beaten up pretty badly. 
Patrick Mahomes at this stage is much better. He was one call away, that D Ford offside, from going to a Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson's had one home playoff game, and he's lost. We all love Deshaun Watson. Big-time winner in college, terrific NFL player. Still has a way to go before he put him on the same level as Pat Mahomes, and it's not going to happen this weekend. Frank, now I know you don't agree with me, but one thing that could put them on a more level playing field is that Patrick Mahomes is dealing with a left ankle injury. Could that sway you a little bit? Yeah, when the Colts did get to him on Sunday night, that offensive line of the Chiefs was not good the last time out. Hey, Texans, did you hear that? His left ankle. Oh, no. That's why you got to do that. That's That's dirty. dirty. We're not condoning that. Not condoning it. No. Who need the loss more, the Dolphins or Washington? <sighs> I'm going to make an impassioned plea here as a <laughs> lifelong Dolphins fan, okay? Since Dan Marino retired, there have been 18 quarterbacks that have played quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. That's just, I don't even know how to sit here and explain to you how awful it's been over the last 20 years to watch Dolphin football. They need Tua Tungavailoa more than any <laughs> team has ever needed Tua Tungavailoa. The Redskins drafted their quarterback last year. You sit with Dwayne Haskins. He's the friend of the owner's son. You take him, and you will love him. As the saying goes, plenty of good seats still available for this game on Sunday. What's going to happen is Washington is going to lose the game. Because Washington right now has basically four quarterbacks, if you include Alex Smith as well. And then they're going to be in position to get the number one pick and the best quarterback out there, Tua, Washington will win even though Miami needs a... Didn't these two teams once play in a Super Bowl? They did. That's when Poppy was a very young man. Yeah. I can't breathe. <laughs> Help. Help. Coming up next on my Soul TV show. What's your name? What's your name? Dean. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> the people came to see me. That's like a Poppy setup. What's your name? What's your name? Rico! That's a, wait, what's your name for? No, 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 I got it, I got it. <laughs> Rico. No, I got it, I got it, I got it. Sure, no, no, you no. do sideline report. Dean, this is Mr. Dean. Can't lose your mic. As a matter of fact, I am, as a matter of fact, Dean, I am the most electrifying man in all the sports entertainment. My Sons TV show is brought to you by PlayStation Now. Experience hundreds of incredible games available on demand. Time to play the game that exudes cool. <laughs> Do your question. You give us the topics and events. We question them. Keep it clean. Do your question if it's Steph Curry can win the scoring title over the running beard. The running beard is James Harden, who is the reigning scoring champion. He won that championship by eight points per game over Paul George last season. He scored 40 points last night. Steph Curry has won a scoring title. Steve Kerr has talked about for them to be in contention that Steph is going to have to carry the load. I think that's absolutely going to be the case. I think he's going to win the scoring title because it's going to be what they need and it's going to take Steph Curry to a different level. There's always people looking to knock Steph Curry. This is his opportunity to kind of get back on that pedestal. Well, with Kevin Durant gone, Clay Thompson out until when? At least March, if he even plays this season, Steph Curry is going to have to score a lot. Last night, he scored 40 points. He didn't even play the fourth quarter. And how often have you seen a player as accomplished as Steph Curry scoring 40 points in a meaningless preseason game? The other thing, too, with James Harden, who's a great offensive player, Russell Westbrook's on his team this year. Russell Westbrook likes playing with the ball in his hands. That's going to impact James Harden. 
I know one thing. Neither of them is going to win finals MVP. Oh, <laughs> come right? on. Do you question whether Terrell Hatton was right to call out this spectator? All right, let's go to golf, the European tour, the Italian Open. He has an interaction with somebody on the course. Let's see. Let's go to Terrell Hatton. A spectator <laughs> taking a picture on his backswing. No, you know they heard the that. clip. Distracted by something. We're told it. Toilet door shutting. Oh, that's that's my fiance. First of all, why are those porta potties so close to the course? And they're on an angle. It's like going downhill. That's dangerous. That is why I always wear diapers, man. It's like an astronaut. I ain't knocking you, buddy. I ain't knocking you. I'll be there. Do you question if this is the most electrified man in all of sports entertainment? All right, let's go to MMA fighter Bryant Penezo, and this is him in the ring after the fight. Don't forget my name. You know what? What's your name? What's your name? D. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> the people came to see me. That's like a poppy setup. What's your name? What's your name? Rico. That's a, wait, what's your name from? No, 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 I got it, I got it. <laughs> Rico. No, I got it, I got it, I got it. Sure, no, no. You do sideline reporting. Dude, this this? Can't lose your mic. As a matter of fact, I am, as a matter of fact, dude, I am the most electrifying man in all the sports entertainment. Nah. So tell Dana, dude, tell Dana, tell Dana I'm coming. <laughs> Baby. Baby, we did it. Baby, we're rich, baby. Bring out the red panties. Put your hands together for Brian Panazzo. All right, he gets an A for effort, okay? He tries to kind of get his own inner rock going there, clearly. Uh, First rule, by the way, for the sideline reporter, the in-ring reporter, as a sideline reporter, never give up your mic, bro. Never do it. Rule number one. Um, But, yeah, like, I don't know. It was too extra for me. You know what? I'm going to have him watch your interviews with Greg Popovich and criticize you. How would that feel? I made Popovich laugh, so you eat that. Something tells me that Dana White is not going to take his call. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I don't think Dana's, like, interested in that at all. Highly questionable is broadcast from the Clevelander Hotel on beautiful South Beach, Miami. Time to play the game that is actually starting to miss Dan. (laughs) Just kidding! <laughs> See? Oh no. You tell Good. us what to watch on TV tonight, and we'll tell you if we're intrigued. Tonight at 8.08 p.m., game one of the NLCS Nationals and Cardinals. So the Nationals are here in indescribable fashion, yeah. really, unprecedented the way they did it. Uh, let's take a look back at how they got here. It is the biggest hit in Nationals history. Howie Kendrick, grand slam off Joe Kelly. Howie Kendrick wasn't doing a good job catching the ball, wasn't doing a good job running the bases. But you're right, though, George. That is the biggest hit in the history of that franchise. Yeah, and he did it against one of his former teams, which I'm sure is a little extra for him. And that was nice. So, CC, of course, uh, I'm in. Let's keep the momentum going. The Nats have already won two road games thus far in the playoffs. Game one tonight. How can you not be watching? Nats fever, baby. Papi, are you interested in Oh, see, see, are you kidding me? Anibal Sanchez, that guy began his career pitching for the Marlins. Oh, yes, he did. That's right. That's the guy. That's right. right. And I remember going to a game, you know, there were about 55 fans in there. He threw a no-hitter. He did? The guy threw a no-hitter. He did? 
was still counts. Oh, man, it still counts. I have to say, well, I can't believe this. You're not going to have a deal. You saved the ticket? I saved the ticket. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But then I lost it. Yeah. No. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yes. I'm lying. I didn't save anything. <laughs> Saturday at noon, number six, Oklahoma, and number 11, Texas. The Red River Shootout. Yes. Let's go to last year's game. It was a nail-biter, came down to the wire. Let's listen in to Gus Johnson on the call. For University of Texas, Red River immortality. Last year, ranked seventh and nineteenth. Oh, got it. He hit it. Wow. Dicker. The kicker. 48-45. Dicker, the kicker. With nine seconds to go. Cameron Dicker came in big as the kicker. CC, I'm always interested in a great college football rivalry. Number six, Oklahoma. Number 11, Texas. It hasn't been this much anticipation since 10 years ago. Colt McCoy, Sam Bradford. Great game. Bobby, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Are you kidding me? Jalen Hurts, the guy, you know, QB for the yes. oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. He used to be the QB for Alabama. Yeah. He left tricky-nicky. He did. I'm telling you something. <laughs> I'm going to be watching him. That's right. I'm going to be watching him with all my, my attention tonight because this guy is going to be one of the Heisman. Heisman, yeah. sir. Yeah. That's I'm right. And favorite. I tell you one thing, and I have a Heisman vote. You he know? does. That's right. Who else, has, who else has a Heisman vote here other than me? Nobody. You, don't you have, do. You, you don't have, have a Heisman vote. That is a true That's story. Right. I'm be watching that game. I'm going to be glued to that seat tonight. Saturday on ESPN, number seven, Florida, and number five, LSU. Another big rivalry, this one in the SEC. Let's take a listen to some LSU players talking about this rivalry against Florida. I don't like them very much. I know they don't like us very much. <laughs> you don't. You don't. It's not even going to sugarcoat it. Not at all. I mean, look, let's face it. Nobody really likes the Gators. I'll be honest with you. You know what I mean? So I'm in. I'm in on Gator hating. What did you expect them to say? We really, really like them. The SEC, every weekend's a great game. We're about to find out if Florida is for real, though. Bobby, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Listen, LSU has a guy that uh, his name is... Jose Burro, he used to oh. play for Urban Myers, you know what I mean? And he left Urban Myers and he went to LSU <laughs> and he said he's going to for Heisman too. And I have a Heisman vote. So I'm going to be watching that game tonight That's like right. a hope, you know? Who else has a Heisman vote here? You got one? I do not. How about you? No. No. I'm the one who's going to make the decision tonight. He is. He is. The, the game is tomorrow. 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 Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Friday, Saturday, it's the same. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sunday at 4.05, 49ers and Rams. All right, so the 49ers and Rams, everyone is uh, selling the Rams stock right now, buying Niners stock, especially after what we saw last week. Let's take a look at this. Uh, Matt Breida, undrafted running back, has the fastest run clocked in the NFL this season. Look at how he gets away from the defenders. How do you know that it's the fastest run? Well, they clocked it. I didn't. I wasn't necessarily in a stopwatch or anything. But. I think everyone knows who Matt Breida is by now. Yeah, well, that's for sure. Especially if you play And they know who the Browns football. are. This is what you do to the Browns. You kind of wave goodbye to them. Yeah. And all those Super Bowl predictions. Bye-bye. Still early for the Browns, but yeah. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm ready to roll. I'm actually picking the Rams in this one. Go with McVay on this one. Frank? I tend to agree with you, even though the 49ers and Pats, the only undefeated teams, both of them with Patriot quarterbacks, Jimmy G, too. Bobby, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Hey, listen, you know, you know one thing that we all have in common? What's that? 
We have better knees than Todd Gurley. Oh. That's right. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for watching. All right, I'm back on Tuesday. I solo the Iceman. You're out of here. Even though Poppy wants me to stay. Do you? Not really. Oh, <laughs> man. He's so nice to me off the air. There is something that I want you guys to know. Oh, boy. What's that? I have a Heisman vote. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, right. That's right. The only one in this table. One We've of the established big shots that. in the media. Yes.